0: Hey there Wolfpack fans. I told y'all that I was going to be coming to YouTube, which means you were going to be seeing more of my beautiful face, but you're also going to get to see my very handsome compadres as well. My good friend Alex Sawyer is in the building. We are going to talk some baseball, we're going to talk some basketball. We we might even get into some women's basketball a little bit cuz we got some big transfers rolling in over there as well. But we've got a heck of a show for y'all, so stick around and let's get to it. <laughs> Our Locked On Wolf Pack. Your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack. Part of the Locked On Podcast
1: Network. Your team every day.
0: So Alec, how you how you doing, man? How was your Easter? I'm well. I'm well. My Easter was good. You know what's funny? My mother was talking to me about um, the fact that I, I when I was little, um, she used to like buy me any type of suit that I wanted for Easter. Cause it was like a big deal. You know, you like put on the, the, the really big hats, really nice stuff, all that good stuff. And the most memorable suit I ever wore was this very bright red, very loud red suit. And it was, I was red head to toe and, and it was uh, I had black shoes and black belt, but everything else except my shirt, I want to say my shirt was white. And my tie was red. And um, it, it was it was very interesting looking back at it, because now I'm like, oh, man, what a what a great picture that would be to show the Wolfpack Nation. Look at me way, way back when, before I knew NC State existed. Here's me in all red. But anyway, uh, we got to get into some important stuff. OK, we, we got to talk about some some baseball here, because as as I've always said, I'm not going to lie to the fans and I'm not going to tell them I know things that I don't. I'm not going to tell them I'm, I'm open abreast on things that I'm not. So give us an update on how baseball is doing so
1: far this year. Yeah. Ba- baseball's playing pretty well right now. They're 24 and 11 overall 10 and seven in the ACC. And they're heading this weekend into a big series with Louisville. Those two teams kind of at the top of the Atlantic right now. So, you know, in that fighting spot right now to win the division, um, They just came off a big sweep of Boston College, um, and Boston College is not very good. That's the worst team in the ACC probably by far, but they were still able to get the sweep, which is big, um, and kind of put themselves. So they're playing well right now in some assets. They're hitting the ball really well, a lot of guys hitting. Um, The pitching staff is a little bit up-down right now. Some guys really, really excelling. Some other guys either injured or struggling. And then the biggest issue that – has to be fixed if they don't fix they're not going to go where they probably want to go is they are committing more errors than I've ever seen a team commit so it's a little up and down but as an overall they are playing pretty well
0: yeah for sure for sure I I you know I think that the most interesting thing about this team is this is one of the younger teams that we've seen um under under uh coach Elliott recently because players just kind of stick around at NC State for forever it seems like and this is a group of either very young guys or transfers so you kind of figure some of that was going to happen but at some point you're absolutely right like you can't blame youth but for so long at a certain point you got to clean it up you you got to get done what needs to get done uh so what do you think the the fix is there and do you think it'll get fixed in the course of the season
1: I don't know that and that's the problem and Coach Avin's tried so many different things right now with, with switching positions and trying to move guys, and I think we're seeing it a little bit better. James Groover the third is a guy that started the year in the outfield and was bad out there. He's playing first base now, and he's playing first base really well, and that's where he played when he was at Charlotte. So, like, that helps. Third base has been an issue. You know, they moved Josh Hood to shortstop, moved Peyton Green, who's a freshman, over to third. Peyton Green's still struggling some at third. They tried Tommy White at third this past weekend and he made four or five errors. So they're the corner outfield guys. They're still trying to find exactly what they need. It It's tough. I think they have enough talent there. And like I said, you got guys like Groover, who's playing well at first base. If Tommy White can play third and maybe be consistent, because he was a good third baseman in high school. That was a big thing for him was that he was right. pretty good defensively. So I think certainly they can get it fixed, but It's been kind of up and down. They've had weekends where they looked really good. And then this Boston College series, they looked horrible in the field. And the only reason they were able to sweep that series with all those errors is because it was Boston College.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, this is AJ Black is my guy. Okay. He's the host of, of Locked On BC. What sport are they good at? That's. I don't even That's, know if
1: they're good at hockey.
0: Well, I was about to say hey, they—they were good at hockey. I'll give them that. They—they they can play some hockey. They because their hockey team is uh Division One, right? Like they're yeah, they play
1: like America East, like actual
0: hockey. Yeah, they play uh, Michigan, Colorado, all those yeah. those. Yeah, yeah. But, well, you know, Boston College, we show y'all some love, so don't don't bite our heads off. I, We—I was genuinely asking, okay. I, I just wanted to know. I, I think their women's basketball team was bad last year. I think they were pretty good, but anyway, now they took state to overtime. Right, right? Yeah. They weren't a bad team. Not not a bad team by any stretch of the imagination. But anyway, with that being said, um, so where we are in this season, has your
1: outlook on this team changed any from what you thought coming into the season? To be completely honest, not a ton. You know, obviously, we talked about the errors. I didn't expect that. They'll be fine there. I think offensively, we're seeing kind of what I thought we'd see. There's so much talent here, and there's some guys stepping up that, Maybe weren't necessarily the big names. Noah Souls is, I think, second in the ACC and OPS now. Mm -hmm. Um, He's a guy that I've been high on, but hasn't quite, you know, played much the last couple years. But I think coming into the season, that was kind of the thing. It was, there are so many options that a couple guys are going to hit and you're going to be able to find your lineup. As far as the pitching staff goes, there's guys that I've been impressed with that maybe I wasn't expecting as much. Kane and Silver has pitched really, really well the last couple weekends. Um, and he's got a guy that battled injury. Logan Whitaker, who has been at state for three and a half years now and hadn't pitched until this season because of injuries, is throwing well. You have some injuries there. Sam Heifel hasn't pitched in like a month and a half. So that obviously is not what you wanted. But as a whole, I, I think they're kind of where I almost expected them to be. I thought the pitching would maybe be a little bit better, but of course that was dependent on Sam Highfield throwing every weekend, and he's just dealing with some back issues. So I, I do think they're kind of right there, and that's good to see because there's a lot of guys hitting, and, and that's what you were hoping to get.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So we, we've we got to talk about – you talked about the offense. We've, we've already talked about him defensively, but that's not where Tommy White sets at. Today. When he's up at that plate with that bat in his hands, that's the show that we all come to see. That's the Tommy White. That we're all paying to see. And with that being said, Tommy White breaks the freshman home run record at NC State. Uh, what does this say about him as a player? And and how has he as an individual performed so far this year to you?
1: Yeah, he he's special. I mean, he he is a special elite talent. We knew that coming into the year. Um, he obviously had that just obscene start to the season, and that's why he's breaking the freshman home run record and the middle of April, um, mm-hmm. it's because he hit eight home runs in the first two weeks. Yeah. He's slowed down a little bit, but not, not – I mean, he slowed down from that pace. He's still playing at an all-ACC level. Um, he's just really good. It, the home runs are fun, and he has just stupid power. In fact, he has 14 on the year now, and the one the other night against High Point that broke that freshman home run record that Patrick Bailey had held um, was the first home run he's pulled this season. Every other home run has been to straightaway oh. second. and Lord, <laughs> my my ring light fell on me. Don't worry about it. Keep going. <laughs> no, you're good. Every other home run's been to like straight center or even opposite field. So that's just mm. stupid power. And so I really like him. I think his approach is really good. It's more than the home run hitting. I mean, he has 53 hits on the season. He's batting 346, getting on base, you know, at a 400 clip. So he just does kind of everything right at the plate. Really, really, really mature hitter, um, considering he's a freshman. And
0: the the crazy part about this is when you look at his home run numbers, you would think that he was striking out everywhere, right? When you see a freshman hitting home runs at near the pace that he's at, you're thinking, oh, man, this guy, he's probably – this is probably like a howitzer situation of if he makes contact with it, it's gone, but him making contact, good luck. Best of luck to you, pal. That's not at all what we've seen with Tommy. So that's that's impressive to say the least. And um, this – I – would you say that he's one of the leaders on this team offensively? This is He's one of those guys that you you look to to say, if Stays in the gym and we're having a problem producing runs, he's one of those guys that you say,
1: he's at the plate, we'll be all right. Yeah, definitely. Um, and that's still the case. I mean, he has 47 RBIs on the year. The next closest person on the team has 28. So, like, he, he's putting up these huge numbers and he's getting hits in these big situations. And, and he's in a good spot now, you know, with the guys hitting ahead of him too, Gino Groovers on a 22 game hit streak at, and he's not slugging at all, but he's getting on base and he's getting, getting driven on base. by Tommy white. And yeah. so, yeah, it, it's, it's good from that point of view, he's been playing so well. And again, like I said, he's a really mature hitter. He's striking out, not at the rate you would expect someone hitting that, that with that much power to strike out. Um, and, and so I've been really impressed with him. You know, yeah.
0: You know, I, I don't know too much about baseball, but I I have watched the movie Moneyball multiple times. And, and Jonah Hill said, "What now?" He gets on base. He gets up every time. They're like, "Well, why do you want this guy? He's got this problem, that problem, this problem." Uh, um, uh, not Leonardo DiCaprio. Brad Pitt, but Jonah Hill. And what would Jonah Hill say? He gets on base. That's what is doing. That's that's all we need. Get on base. Get on base. That's how we'll win games. And I feel like that's been a a successful. Uh, recipe for building wins for this team, and if we are talking about building, I've got to talk to you all about built bar. Built bar is an amazing treat, and I'm telling y'all, summer is almost here. Right now, we're going through the the fake the pump faking between spring and winter that goes on in North Carolina. You know what? Never mind. If, if you ain't been in Raleigh, you might not understand it. If you ain't been in North Carolina, you might not understand. It. That's another story for another time. But built bar is here to help you achieve whatever you want to as far as slimming down, maintaining weight, even building more muscle. Whatever you want to do, it is possible through Built Bar. These bars are not only delicious and just an amazing treat, but they're so healthy. Check out these macros for me. 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. And folks, that is per bar for most of the bars. You compare that to a candy bar, which contains around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. You'll see that you're coming out a winner by a mile. So go to Built.com and use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. Now, Alec, when I have you on, we, we never just talk baseball because, you know, it, it's it's good. It, it's it's good for the soul to to talk baseball with you, but are we gonna be okay? Uh is the basketball team gonna be all right? Because there was a point, there was a point during this offseason where there were questions of if we would even feel the team. And it seems like we're getting um in that direction. We've we've picked up some good good pieces out of the transfer portal. But what's going on? What do you what do you think? What's what is happening with this team?
1: That's a good question. Um, it's it's tough. You know, you, you lose some guys, and that sucks. That, from the guys that have transferred out, like Manny Bates transferring, that obviously hurts. Cam yeah. Hayes, uh, Jalen Gibson, maybe kind of saw those ones coming, um, and you're okay with that. Losing some of the, you know, commitments when you look at a guy like Sean Phillips and you look at, obviously, Robert Dillingham, like that side of it sucks. Um, and then the transfers you're bringing in, um, that's the thing with college basketball nowadays, and they've still obviously got a little bit more to add, I think. If not I think, I know they have more to add. And, and so you can field a team that's good using mostly transfers. If you're NC State, maybe you hope Terquavion, Smith, Darion, Sebron, who haven't officially made decisions you know, can come back. And, and so there's some hope there, I guess, if you can go out and get, there's other big name transfers that are undecided that you're after Landers Nolly, a guy that's, you know, taking his visit to NC state and, and certainly would make a huge, huge, huge difference for this team. So are we going to be okay where we're at? I couldn't tell you because that I, I'm not sure anyone could tell you, but in this age of the transfer portal, you at least can hold out hope you can get one or two more of these good guys and field a team that is at least competitive.
0: So I'll, I'll say this. When I look at Darian Sebron and Terquavion Smith entering the transfer portal, I see two guys that I say, honestly and truly, will be all right if if both come back. And I don't see a world in which Terquavion stays in the draft. Just just realistically, like I don't I don't really see the purpose a purpose rhythm reasoning or rhyme to say like this makes sense for Terquavion. It, it would make sense for him to leave right now. And for Darius Sebron, I think he's a, he's, a, he's a good jump shooting year away from creeping into the top 10. I think, I, honestly and truly, I think he's one year of solid shooting away. And mind you, in order to go top 10, lottery, wherever you will want to say, I, I call it the Tim Tebow effect, and everybody should remember this. You don't need every team to love you a ton. You just need one. And I know for a fact, if Darius Ebron goes out this year or goes out next year, he comes back, goes out next year, shoots out a decent clip from mid-range, shows willingness to shoot from deep. I don't see why he wouldn't creep into uh, top 10 territory, especially with everybody in the program saying that he's a better shooter than he gives himself credit for. Like that, that to me, there's a lot of value there. Uh, Landers, Nolly that you just talked about, Absolutely huge. That would be a huge get. That would be an absolutely huge get for Keats. Um, he is a hot name in the portal right now. But let me talk to you about this. I think that uh Jarkel Joyner is one of the most underrated pieces
1: in the the portal this year. What do you what do you think about him? I think Jarquel Joyner is really good. I, I like him. I like his game. I think he, you know, is a guy that can play up tempo, a guy that you like there. Uh, The defensive analytics on him that, you know, I'm not going to pretend to be an expert on, but they're very, very, very good. And so, you know, he can score, he can do good things. I really like him. I agree with you. I think he's a really underrated piece. You look at Jack Clark, not as high on him, but you need need those depth people too. And and I think that's where he comes in. So, you know, those are two guys that I think are solid players that i do like jarkel joiner i think he's a very good player jack clark adds some depth he, he's a guy that you know offers some size too like on the wing so you have two pieces there you're going to keep building on that and, and like i said the transfer portal is where you're going to have to get this done
0: according to both the analytics and the eye test joiner is a freak of nature i yeah. mean if you look at his numbers if you look at his numbers in the, in the sample size that he had, which was reduced because of injury last year, or was fairly small because of injury last year, if you look at his numbers, he takes care of the ball. He's efficient. He plays amazing defense in a 6'1 body. Like, yes, you would love for him to be taller, whatever the case may be, but there is an argument that the SEC was better at basketball than the ACC last year. And with that being said, for him to do that in that conference, for him to drop 30 on Bama, for him to to have the the analytics and the numbers that he has, I, I'm just saying I'm extremely excited about the guy. Yeah. I'm extremely excited about him. Get him on campus yesterday. Take him to cookout yesterday. Let him get all the shakes he will. Never mind. We, we've had weight issues in the past in our basketball team. We're not going to go there in this episode. But but um, I agree with you that there's there's work to be done. In the transfer portal, particularly in the front court, we need yeah. a big. Yeah, we need no, a they true. Big. They
1: have to have a big. Yeah,
0: yeah. I I think that Evie did a great job. Nobody can say that Ebenezer DeWana, um did not play as well as expected last year. I, anybody who expected more out of him, don't worry about it. I have magical beans that will uh, that will take you to the land of giants. Just pay me a million dollars per bean. Uh, but. The reality is anybody who saw what Ebenezer was the year prior, with everything that he was thrusting into and expected to do, he did all right for himself, honestly and truly. So, you know, not too much there. But Jalen Gibson being gone, no disrespect to the young man, doesn't really do much. We need more in that front court. We need more. Uh, Clark helps us out. Clark helps us out in terms of rebounding, which has been a constant problem under Keats, which we knew was going to be the case, right? Like when when you see the four-guard lineups, three-guard lineups in the ACC, you know that you're going to have a hard time rebounding against uh, the Dukes of the world, the the Universal No Consequences of the world, the Virginias of the world. But with that being said, having a 6'8 guard wing helps. And again, we need another big. That's not a want. That's not something that's on my wish list. That's that's a check engine light type deal. Okay. When that light come on, you better not say, I hope that figures itself up. Huh? You're going to end up on the side of 440 broke down. Don't do not do that. Don't. Why why would you? That's something that needs to happen. So uh, I agree with you a thousand percent. And you know what? I'm going to say this. We we talked about teams last year who had immense amounts of success uh, looking at Texas Tech, looking at Arkansas, had immense amounts of success in the transfer portal. I think Keats can do the same thing. And he's gotten a lot of really good assistant coaches. Yeah. But but the 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 question is this. What saves Coach Keats' job to you? What has you say, you know what, let's give him another year? What what type of success would he need to see for that to be the case for you, Al?
1: Yeah, I – I don't know if I would go maybe as far as saying they have to make the tournament um, because that realistically that's a bar that is going to be tough to reach as you rebuild a team. Um, They just need to be competitive, and that's a big thing. You look at a team like Wake Forest this past season. They missed out on the tournament, but they were competitive, and they were at times good, and they beat some good teams, and they went into the ACC tournament with hopes you need to be in the conversation. If you go out again next season and win five, six ACC games, I think you seriously need to consider and maybe more than consider moving on there. So I don't want to go as far as to say they have to make the tournament, but they need to be in the conversation at least. I'll tell
0: you what. If they go on to win a uh, low enough amount of ACC games for me to count on my hands alone, <laughs> yeah, uh, Mr. Keats, it's been great. You, you're You've been wonderful. You've been pleasant. Uh, we love the the red suit. Again, I just talked about it earlier this episode. I'm a red suit guy. I'm a red suit guy, Kevin. My, my father and my brother both share a name with you. Yeah, you got to go big time. You got to go. Because this is, um, what we saw last year was flatly unacceptable. But I'm willing to give the pass based on the fact that, um, again, there were lots of extenuating circumstances. There was a ton of things going on. And again, for everybody pretending that everyone was super high on Doran and, and believed in that team before 2018 happened, I was there, you liars. <laughs> you did not. You did not believe in that man. Folks were calling for his head like no other before the uh, injury year happened. And even after that, until it was like, oh, wait, we're an 8-9-a-year team now. This is nice. Before that became our norm, folks were still calling for his head. I was in those locker rooms. I was hearing it. I was at the, trust me now. Anyway, um with that being said, either way, if I think that I I think this team will have a better year, um that's something that I I think has to happen, but the bar is so low. That's something that feels like yeah. a, an extremely safe bet. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? If if you're a better going under over compared to last year, like that's a that's a very safe over given that we feel a team realistically. So that's yeah. that's where I'm going there. Um, we'll see how this thing plays out. I, I'm wondering what type of team this will be, but hey, we're NC State fans, so we'll be there for the ride every bit of the way. And if you want to keep your ride rolling every bit of the way, make sure you go to rockauto.com. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto, and let me tell you something. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it is impossible to stock all the parts that your car needs at your local chain auto parts store so why endure the often pointless and seemingly intimidating questioning about your vehicle when you could just go to rockauto.com Nine times out of 10 you're listening to me or looking at me and alec talk to you on a device where you have access to rockauto.com so with that being said save time and money by going to rockauto.com uh don't spend 30 or 50 or even 100 percent more For the same parts from a chain or car dealership. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. And they have everything you can imagine. So go to rockauto.com for all the parts you need for your car truck. Right locked on in the how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. So Alec, thank you so very much for coming out, man. I appreciate you every single time. Tell the folks where they can find your work.
1: Yeah, my work is at PackPride, um, just PackPride.com, at PackPride on Twitter, at Alex Sawyer on Twitter. so.
0: And uh, also, Alec, you got to tell me where I can find a picture of an elephant like that. Elephants <laughs> are majestic animals, and I, I need me one of those uh, somewhere around my crib. But anywho, thank you all so very much for coming out, Wolfpack Nation. We appreciate you every single time. This show is what it is because of you all. Peace and love, y'all, and as always, go Pack. our Locked On Wolfpack, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.